Welcome to Guest of the Year. I'm Mike. I'm the host. Uh, today, we've got five deadheads from around the country competing for a $50 gift card to REI and a spot in next week's show. Here's how the game works. We'll play the first part of a Grateful Dead live track, and each contestant will use the messaging system to silently guess which year the performance is from. Contestants who are all in video, uh, who are all in video chat to prevent any possibility of cheating can submit their guesses at any time during the clip or in the 10 seconds following its conclusion. Um, whoever is furthest from the correct year is eliminated. The last two deadheads standing will have the best of three series to determine a winner. Um, we'll get a chance to meet each contestant shortly, but right now, without further ado, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the Grateful Dead. We got three people who got it exactly. Uh, it was 1972. To be exact, it was July 9th, 1972 in London. Caleb, congratulations. What did you hear that gave it away that it was 72? The harmonies being really on. I know they did a lot of overdubbing on the vocals for the uh, Europe 72 tour. And just from listening to it, you know, so often, this is the one where Bobby, you know, tells everybody, this one shot straight to the top of the charts in Turtlelock, California, you know, uh, at the beginning. So um, those harmonies being so on, which they, they were early, but uh, I know they did a lot of overdubbing on those Europe tracks. Great. Let me ask you real quick. How did you get into the dead? Uh, I had some friends that I worked with that uh, were talking about going to see this guy named Bob Weir uh, play with an acoustic trio called the Wolf Brothers uh, at the pageant in St. Louis. And I was like, oh yeah, I've heard of the Grateful Dead. And uh, so I went with them and that's where I got on the bus and I haven't looked back since. Amazing. Okay, we had another uh, contestant guest in 1972, Kyle. Great work. Um, what did you hear there that, that was, you know, tipped you off? With that one, it was Pigpen and Keith simultaneously. That limits your, your scope. And uh, just the higher energy differentiates it from later years, say, like 73 is a little mellower and 74, I think, is a little mellower, but that had a little more of the energy. Got, got it. And when you say Pigpen and Keith simultaneously, so they were two both pianos. playing. Keith's playing an organ and got it. Keith's playing the piano. And there was a you know, limited span where that was going on because Keith died in 73. So there was a short window where they overlapped 
Nice pull. And so it seems like you've been a deadhead for a while. How uh, how do you most listen to the dead? Is it like Sirius XM, uh, YouTube? What? How do you listen? To you know that? now, yeah, yeah, Sirius for sure. Uh, Spotify's got a lot of live shows. It's it's always bootlegs. I had these like cooler, older stoner cousins that were going to shows in the seventies and turning me on to them in the early eighties with bootlegs. They had those like cassette uh, briefcases. They'd be like, Kai, Kai, take these home with you. And they'd give me like Poplar Creek 83 and shit when I was a little kid and Zappa and Bob Marley and, you know, all the good stuff that nine-year-olds should be listening to. Amazing. Um, Lucas, um, you also guessed 1972 correctly. What tipped you off? Yeah, like the other two guys said, uh, Keith, immediately, you know, it's, you know, post late 1971. And then I've also been listening to a lot of 1972 this year for the 50th anniversary. And yeah, just sounds like classic Europe 72 to me. Europe 72, you've been listening a lot. Is it one of your favorite years? Yeah, definitely. Definitely uh, single drummer dead, 71 through 74, favorite era for sure. Awesome. We have that leaves two contestants, uh, Jack and Justin. Justin guessed 1971, so he got fourth place. And we'll meet you in a moment, Justin. We're going to go to Jack now who uh, guessed 76. And so that eliminates you. But Jack, walk us through what you heard. Sure. Um, <clears throat> unfortunately, I heard very little. My son grabbed the Bluetooth speaker that was in my backpack and pressed the button <laughs> right as it's, I heard the first two notes. And I was like, it's trucking. And then I heard the last two notes and nothing in there. And so I just shot from the hip somewhere in the middle of the 70s. It sounded like 70s to me. I didn't hear any organ or keyboard. I didn't even get to that point, really. Um, and so hey, life happens and I got a, a few things going on. So I just took kind of a stab in the middle thinking it didn't sound like the bigger sound of uh, the 80s or the, the late 70s even. And so maybe I could get close and somebody would have thrown one out high or low and I could have slid in there. So uh, totally just took a shot in the dark for fun. Yeah, I, I got to say for your only hearing two notes in the beginning and the end, um, that was a great guess. And I like the strategy oh, yeah, behind yeah. it too. If you, if, if you make it to number two, number three, number four, maybe I could come back on sometime and get a crack at it. I'd love to. And then I want to give a nod to my uncles. I have four that are deadheads and they brought me in and brought me to a show in 91 and 11 years old because they said it was something I was going to need to see. So those are my godfathers and they introduced me to something that's really valuable and important in my life. And so I'm super blessed. I just want to tell that story as much as I can. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you so much, Jack. Um, Justin, back to you real quick. You guessed 71. Why? Uh, just give us a quick rundown of why you guessed 71 and also how you got into the dead. Um, I pretty much thought it was Europe 72, but I thought that would be too obvious for the first one. So I hedged a little bit and went 1971. Uh, my first dead show was October 18th, 1984. Brendan Byrne at East Rutherford. I'm 52 years old now. Um, uh, how did I get in? You know, one of my boys, older brothers was like, come on, you guys are going to a dead show. And that's when it all started. Um, you know, 85 shows later, uh, you know, Jerry died in 95. That was it for me. I went to one dead and company show and one further, but uh, I kind of live on uh, re-listen and uh, spent a lot of time in 76 and 77 and 73. And, you know, um, it's, uh, it's one of my favorite things. Thing, if not my favorite thing outside of my children and my wife I mean, <laughs> nice caveat nice save um yes uh <laughs> i love you playing the host too that is an element of this because i'm i'm gonna try to trip you guys up you know make patterns break them 
what have you. So um, yeah, let's let's plow ahead here with our four contestants still remaining: uh, Caleb, Lucas, Justin, and Kyle. And let's start with song number two. is in nice work thank you everyone um the song was the music never stops the year 78 february 3rd 1978 and it was at the dane county coliseum in madison wisconsin (laughs) yep justin was the one who nailed it justin how'd you figure that one out i actually thought it was february 3rd 1978 i love that dane county show um (laughs) it's the audio sounded a little different um but i I, 1977 78 were the years for tmns I just sounded like 78 to me. Great. Caleb and Lucas both guessed 77. Kyle guessed 76. So you are eliminated, Kyle. I mean, you were obviously two years off, so you got the right idea. Why 76 in particular? Honestly, it was the speed. Um, 78 was a little more harrowing out and slower in general in my sort of, you know, take. So it just seemed a little more upbeat. So I thought 76 was fresh back from the break. I I like the guess. I will say I don't often come across, and I'm quickly revealing myself possibly as a, I, I guess I don't listen to 76 very often. Do you? There are a couple, there's a, a Chicago radio broadcast from June of 76 from the uh, Auditorium Theater. And that was one of those early bootlegs I had. It was broadcast on WXRT, which is like the cool Chicago radio station. And uh <clears throat> It's really good. You know, they were, were refreshed. It definitely helped. Well, it was a great guess. Kyle, thank you so much for playing. Thanks for having me, guys. All right. And then there were three, Caleb, Justin, and Lucas. Um, let's, uh, let's go to the next song. Stay to a soul. If it takes all night long, 
The show, it was uh, Alpine Valley. It's July 17th, 1989. And the song, of course, Let the Good Times Roll. Lucas, you nailed it. Uh, walk us through what you heard. So uh, Let the Good Times Roll, I think, was only played 87 on. I might be wrong about that. So I'm thinking late 80s already. Um, sounds really joyous, happy. Sounds like 89, let the good times roll. And I think I have downhill from here, this DVD on my bookcase over there. So I believe I've heard this before. You nailed it. Yes, that's <laughs> where it's from. And I, I, I understand what you mean about joyous. That's why I always watch that video, especially. Okay, well, Caleb guessed 1988 and Justin guessed 1987. Justin, you're sadly eliminated. Um, what made you think it was 87 as opposed to, I understand we're now we're getting nitty gritty here, but why 87? Um, man, I just thought it was late 80, so I took a guess. I mean, I, that's, that's the sound of the dead that I grew up on. But as I told you in my email, I don't remember a lot of shows that well uh, <laughs> for obvious reasons. Um, thankfully, I don't live like that anymore. So I, I knew it was late 80s. I thought maybe a little earlier, right? Because Jerry sounded pretty healthy there for a second. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Just what so you went to a lot of back then. So is, is Brent your favorite piano player from the dead? Oh no, absolutely oh, wow. not. Keith for sure. Um yeah, I mean no, don't get me wrong. I'm not a Brent hater. I'm not in that camp. I don't have any hot takes on Brent. Um I think that the band leaned heavily on Brent in the later years. Um, and that was a necessity. Um, but no, I'm a Keith guy for sure leaned on his like charisma and like excitement and uh like just playing a lot of solos and stuff right in what way you think well you know i think obviously jerry was having his moments right there in the early 90s and uh you know it, it, they, they needed a big voice right uh, jerry just didn't have stage presence i think you know he was in and out um i think brent really you know he sang a lot more right he took a lot more solos uh he had a lot more bigger catalog it grew um you know, the band changes over the course of 30 plus years. That's what happens, right? Um, you take what you need, you leave the rest. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of Brent, uh, just not so much when he sings. And I know that's not a popular take, but wow. that's my opinion. Right? Also, and if I could say that the interplay between Jerry and Brent, I mean, is, is it hits those moments where, you know, if you watch the Long Strange Trip documentary on Amazon, where Phil talks about, you know, we could open the valve at certain points. We could we could open the valve and go to a different, you know, universe. Those moments where Brent and Jerry are just looking at each other, you know, locking eyes and going back and forth. I mean, I'm I'm grateful I get to see John Mayer and Jeff Clementi do, you know, something close to the same these days, but those moments are unlike any other. Yeah, and those are great. And you know, and, and that that's 
Jerry doing that, right? That's Jerry yeah. letting Trent take the lead and, you know, like take, you're giving the horse ahead, you know what I mean? When you're letting it run, you know, Jerry was nodding on him, you know, go for it. Uh, real quick, quick, Justin, just because I'm curious, uh, why Keith is your favorite piano player? I love the grand piano, man. It mm. just sounds so pure. Um, I'm not really sure how I can explain it. His roles and his energy. Um, you know, I don't have like a favorite year for Keith. I think he was fantastic in 1978. I think he was fantastic in 1973. Um, he brought like a big sound, right? When that big sound, like, I mean, my favorite show is 522.77, Plantation Pines, Florida. Um, and man, like, he's just big on that, big. Um, I know that's not really that good an explanation, but it's just what I feel, right? All right, Justin, you're the man. It's been a pleasure having you on getting your insight. Hey, thank you very much for having me. Good luck, guys. All right. And then there were two, Lucas and Caleb. <clears throat> now we're entering a best of three series. Let's play. Out in the West Texas town of El Paso, I fell in love with a Mexican girl. Okay, Caleb and Lucas, you guys have both submitted your guesses. Um, the song, chorus, Bob Weir's El Paso. Location was College of Women and Mary, and it was April 15th, 1978. Caleb, uh, you guessed uh, 1974, and you were closer. What did you hear there? Yeah, man, that was kind of a stumper. I don't know if I've heard that one before, but uh, obviously the piano, um, harmonies, you know, you got uh jerry singing singing that harmony keeping up with bob and they just didn't do el paso a whole lot beyond the the 70s and early 80s i mean of course you know they hit it a, a good handful of times but i i really went back and forth between is this 77 you know would he do another 77 kind of playing the host like uh like jack was earlier and um so yeah well nice work uh lucas what kind of tripped you up there? Yeah, yeah, that one threw me off. I hear a lot of El Pasos, like every show, it feels like, uh, in the 70s. But uh, I don't know. I was trying to listen in. I didn't I didn't hear a keyboard. It might have just been me. I, I didn't pick up one very well. And uh, 
I couldn't really tell one or two drummers at the time. So it just sounded like uh, with no no teeth or I didn't pick up any in in my ears. I was thinking it was like 71 right before Keith joined, but obviously not. That got awesome. me too, man. I, I, I couldn't decide if I was hearing one or two drummers and I, I settled on one, but. Yeah, well, these questions are getting harder too. You guys aren't like crazy one. here. Yeah, yeah. I, I there's no yeah. like Donna Jean coming in and singing to like kind of give you a, a range. Um, so, um, Caleb, you're up one zero in the series. Lucas will look at to even it up on this one, and if Caleb wins, he wins the uh, fifty dollar REI gift card. All right, let's go to the next song. <laughs> Caleb and Lucas both submitted theirs. Thank you. Um, and so is obviously Brown Eyed Woman, um, Sherlock Amphitheater, August 17th, 1991. Lucas, that was a pressure spot. You nailed it. Walk us through it. So first I'm hearing Jerry's voice sounds tired. So I was thinking mid eighties originally. And then Bruce just takes over on piano and just like controls the melody. So, I mean, 1991 if you hear like heavy strong piano like bruce plays you know it's 1991 uh nice work caleb uh you guessed 1990 again now we're now we're getting I, totally I just hairs, always yeah i always hear? forget if bruce played in 90 or 91 and i went back and forth for a good 20 seconds there where i was like ah, which one was it but yeah i mean good call lucas bruce and then you got that Vince Welnick kind of a uh, cloud of synth in the background backing him up on that. Good job, guys. It is 1-1. We're going to a decisive game three. Uh, very. This is as exciting as it gets for guests of the year, everyone. This is a uh, big time. All right, let's get it going.
I set out from Reno, I was trailed by 20 pounds. Didn't get to sleep that night till the morning came around. I set out running, but it take my time. A friend of the devil is a friend of mine. I get home before daylight, just might get some sleep tonight. I ran into the devil, baby, loaned me 20 bills. Spent the night in Utah in a cave up in the hills. I set out running, but it take my time. A friend of the devil is a friend of mine. I get home before daylight just to get some sleep tonight. All right, the guesses are in. The song was Friend of the Devil. It was the Fillmore East in New York on May 15th, 1970. Caleb and Lucas, you guys both got it. We'll, st- we'll start with uh, Caleb. What'd you hear? I thought that was the Binghampton, uh, that, that classic Dick's Picks 8, where the uh, new writers of the Purple Sage joined them for, for some acoustic uh, jams. But yeah, I mean, 70, I think, was one of the few times that they did that. And then, of course, the, the 1980 run at the Warfield, where they did uh, a bunch of acoustic stuff and then an electric set. But yeah, I mean, you can tell that that's early. That's that's vintage Jerry, baby. That that sultry voice. Um, but yeah, I thought it was uh, I thought it was Harper College in Binghamton. So nice work, Lucas. Do you what? Do you hear anything else in particular? No, pretty much the same thing. You know, they only played acoustic sets, 1970, 1980, and then scattered, maybe a few more other than that. So it didn't sound like 1980 Jerry. So 1970, it is. All right, amazing. So uh, we'll, we'll go until there's a winner. So that's another time. So we got a tiebreaker coming up. Uh, let's play it. So the, uh, the song, of course, was Peggy O um, at Virginia Tech University. It was April 14th, 1978. Caleb, you guessed 1977. You are closer. You are the champion. Here's your victory lap. What'd you hear? I mean, Peggy O is one of those songs that is always good. Always. 
but specifically in 19 in the late 1970s it was just beautiful um nothing really particular i think i guess 77 right yeah 77 uh, nothing nothing in particular called out to me other than jerry's voice and kind of the the pacing of it but if i could say one thing to the the listeners is the uh the english town september 3rd 1977 peggy o go give that a listen if you're if you're in north america it's probably the fall and things are getting a little cooler roll down your windows and put on that english town peggy o and just ascend to the heavens baby amazing caleb congratulations you want a 50 dollar gift card lucas real quick um your guess was 1974 yeah not very far off i knew i knew it was somewhere in the 70s uh obviously still couldn't pick up uh multiple drummers or not it was real tough for me but uh i was thinking you wouldn't go late 70s again so i went with 74 i was thinking it might have been the uh may 19th pacific northwest show show because i had that one on vinyl and i love it my favorite Peggy O. Amazing. Caleb, you win. Congratulations. Uh, everyone, thank you so much for um, being on. I will say real quick, everyone can subscribe to the podcast. We're going to uh, at Guess the Year on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We're also on at Guess the Year on Instagram for like show news. If you want to be a guest, this is key. We always need contestants um, or even comments or questions or even better <clears throat> if you want to sponsor the show put up the $50 gift card. It's uh, for your company or whatever. Um, it is, uh, our email is guess the year show at gmail.com. It's guess the year show. Same with Instagram, guess the year show. Thank you so much for listening at home. Congratulations to our winner again, Caleb. Um, and to our other contestants, thank you for playing. And remember, it's all one song anyways. Good night. Good night. And I bid you good night. Good night.